Hello, everyone, and welcome to Toronto Rock Total Access. I am Mike Hancock, and we are getting you tuned up here for Saturday night's big game against the Georgia Swarm at First Ontario Centre. It's the second half of a back-to-back between the two teams, a home-and-home, and... Should be another great game. Last uh, Friday night in Georgia, a one-goal win for the Toronto Rock. They hung on to things after going up 11-8. The Swarm charged back, made it 11-10. A little post, a little hard work, a little luck, and the Rock came out with an 11-10 victory over the Swarm to run their record to 7-2 on the season. So things going, obviously, very well. Six wins in a row, and on Saturday night, the Rock will be looking for win number seven in a row. That's right. And speaking of seven, it is also alumni night on Saturday night. And the reason why I say seven, of course, Colin Doyle will be back in the building. Currently an associate coach with the Toronto Rock, but he will be back putting the pads on again. Well, at least the helmet and gloves for a halftime scrimmage as he leads Team Doyle against Team Watson. You'll want to be there for that. Make sure you stay in your seats at halftime to check that out. It's going to be awesome. That is coming up on Saturday night when the Rock hosts the Georgia Swarm in Rock City. Tickets are still available at torontorock.com and uh, we're also looking forward to some really great stuff that's coming up in the uh, coming weeks here at home and we'll get to that a little bit later on the show. But right now, let's jump into our interview with Captain Challen Rogers. Welcome back to Toronto Rock Total Access. I'm Mike Hancock, and I'm currently joined by the captain of the Toronto Rock, Challen Rogers. Challen, how are you doing? Good. How are you doing? Just dropped a good, eh? No wonderful. Just a good. All right. Uh, good well, it's good to hear. Yeah. It's wonderful to hear. Thank you. Um, what's new? What's been going on in your life? Playing some lacrosse? Anything else? Nope. Uh, no, not really. Live, love, lax. Yeah. What else is Challen Rogers doing besides lacrosse? Coach. I know we get into what you're watching later. Yeah. But what else are you doing? Coaching. What are your other hobbies and interests? <laughs> Stop saying coaching. <laughs> what are your other hobbies and interests besides lacrosse? The track. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fantastic start here. Yeah, John. no. Um, I mean, I'm here a lot. Here a lot yeah. of the time. So, um, Like Rosie know. loves collecting sports cards. Do you have a hobby? Did you ever have a hobby? Maybe not something you're actively involved in now, but um honestly just my entire life has been sports yeah watching them playing them growing up just playing different sports um grew up as an only child so i was just kind of passing the soccer ball off a wall when i was younger just kind of stuff like that um sports yeah video games uh i'm a big cod mobile player okay yeah don't have uh an updated xbox or playstation um but i do have an upgraded phone so i run cod mobile and um i I mean i feel like i'm pretty good at it how much time do you invest in that say on a week uh a week Um, not a ton depends i mean when we're on the road there's a few of us that clan up together and and get some games going um but who else is involved in that uh, Shug, yeah, Adam J, um, Dilksy, Latrell, Manzi gets involved. We, we've been trying to work on Billy for a bit here, um, uh, but yeah, 
he hasn't jumped on. Phil. Is Billy a video game guy? Well, there's a few years ago when I was his roommate, I kind of got him in the Clash Royale. Yeah. Um, and he used to love that game. We used to play together. And then uh, not enough storage, so he had to delete it. So he's <laughs> off, he's off the games. It's a terrible break. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a quick, guys. My phone yeah. is at a room. Yeah. Retired. Um. Wow. So I'm not surprised. I feel like Suge's a big video game guy, isn't he? Um. Not as much as he was probably last year during covid um because wasn't he like one of the top i i always heard that he was the he's best an elite gamer shell player yeah. on the team but i thought he was going in tournaments and stuff and he yeah i feel like he was top 100 in the world at one point uh for nhl like why didn't he get like an esports contract or something like just he just He's a leisure player. Has he ever thought about like pursuing that? Like, is he that good or no? He, no, he is that good. Really? If, if he put in the time and effort, he could be very world very class. Good. World, eh? Yeah, world class. Yeah. I like that. He'd be world class if he world put class. In the time Adam and Sugar J. And even when he doesn't, he still pumps us all the time. So, wow, how frustrating! Have you ever beat him? Yes. Oh, beat him a few times. How does he handle that? Uh, he's just. I feel like for him, it's just like, ah, oh, it's okay. I'll, I'll give this one up. <laughs> it's it's a lot more for it, our confidence than it is for his. Inside, it probably eats him alive, and then he puts in, like, six hours overnight practicing. Well, when he wants, like, maybe he gets upset at a game or two and he plays the next one, he's coming back with vengeance. And It's not pretty? And no, there's times where he can just light you up. Wow. Yeah. Huh. That's and, fascinating, I think. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I don't think we've ever had Suge on the podcast now that you say that. Yeah, I don't think, think so. Either. Now that you bring up his name, yeah. He'd be a good one. Yeah, we could talk all about Stop using games. me. He could jump to Shug. <laughs> <laughs> he is around here frequently as well, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's uh, not a bad idea. Maybe next week. Uh, okay, thanks. You're now the booker yeah. for uh, guests on the show. I'd love all to right. do that for you. Really? Sure. Okay. But then Give I feel like, topics. but then I feel like you'd still need to be like, you could almost become the co-host at that point. I'd love that. And co-host. Then, yeah, and then you could just kind of pipe in from the back sometimes, and yeah. I could say, Chow, do you have anything to ask your former roommate, Adam hey, Sugar J? I'd absolutely love that. I think we're starting something here. Wow. <laughs> I feel like now that you've mentioned it, while a certain boss listens to this, I feel like he might be like, you know what, guys? That's a great idea. Yeah. I, I, I'll get in his ear. All right. I'd love All that. Right. Well, we're working on this. We're negotiating right now <laughs> on well, the I've... podcast right now. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk some lacrosse. Things have been going pretty good for this team. Six wins in a row, trying to make it seven this weekend. Um, what has made this team so good over these last six games? What has made this team better than when they were one and two? Um, <clears throat> I think, you know, just the constant, um, you know, will to kind of improve. Um, you know, we, we – want to obviously be at our best when when the games roll around and I think kind of over this course we've kind of gotten consistent efforts and um, you know we've we've improved on some of the mistakes that we made early on and I mean with every game we're still making mistakes we're just trying not to make the same ones over and over again and um, yeah I mean even when we're not at our best um, with how our play is on the floor and maybe sometimes our efforts it's we're finding ways to win when um, you know at times, there's it doesn't look pretty. Um, we're just finding ways to win. Timely goals, killing momentum, 
um, you know, just playing together as a group. How have you felt about your game this year? Because things have things have changed for you. You started out, and all the talk was Challen Rogers is going out the front door. He's an old guy. Let's see what he's got. And then things changed, and you're back to kind of your more familiar role that you played in this league for the most part uh, throughout your pro career. So, what what do you think of your game? How's that adjustment been, kind of mid season? Even just the headspace where you're like, I'm an old guy, but now I'm. Back to being this D transition guy and and that adjustment throughout the season. Um, I feel like I've been playing okay. I think there's kind of another level that I can get to, and um, you know, just just putting in the work, trying to stay consistent with what I do to get myself prepared for games. Um, but yeah, I guess the adjustment kind of after one and two start or whatever, and. Um, you know, I, I'm kind of happy with playing wherever we need me to be playing. Um, I just want to help this team win, and um, it's putting me back there, kind of helped with some size and, and pushing the ball up a little bit. And um, maybe that kind of relieves some pressure on some of the other guys, uh, maybe with their roles kind of expanding when I was playing up front. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's just kind of familiar um, just with me kind of playing that position that I've played you know, my entire NLL career and, um, you know, nothing really changes for me if, if you know, I, I still have the green light to stay and play up front and, um, you know, I, I'm still on the power play and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, I love playing lacrosse. So, our, so our, <laughs> If we didn't gather that from yeah, the beginning of the interview. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, wherever I'm playing, I'm, I'm happy to do that and, and just help this team have success. Now we talked, I believe, on this very program about your first penalty shot goal of the season, but I don't think we've talked about the double penalty shot. Have we? I don't think so. No. It's been a long time since I've been yeah. uh, thinking it, about that. It, it was uh, an interesting situation, getting picked to take a penalty shot twice. <laughs> Are you, you know, what was going through your mind with all that? I mean, you're Mr. Penalty Shot Guy, now you're... <laughs> automatic on both That's of them a good like nickname. it, it kind of like mr penalty shot guy yeah. it's a little long <laughs> we were actually you know what that can be a whole nother topic because we were talking about some nicknames and some reinvention of some certain things within the team that we're working on right now but um let's just focus on the actual penalty shots and just the unique honor we talked about i know we put it out on social that it was the first time in like 15 years, Casey Powell was the last one to do it. Um, it's a weird thing to even ever pop up. Mm-hmm. But what was like that, or what was that like for you? You know, that first and then the second time in that same game. Yeah, I mean, um, you kind of look at our offense and to, to have the honor, I guess, to be chosen uh, to do the penalty shot over, you know, the guys that we have up front. Um, you know, you, you want to go out there and you, you want to score because you know you look at the bench and. Anyone can really go out there and, and score, um, you know, looking at our offense. But, yeah, for me, I think uh, not only was it kind of not weird, but it was definitely different. Um, you know, I feel like I haven't seen three penalty shots in my entire career, let alone <laughs> one season within, you know, four or five games. Um, but, yeah, it's, for me, kind of the first one, I guess, I'd, I go up there and I'm, I'm kind of thinking what, of what I should do. And obviously that was Halifax. So playing a rookie goalie who I don't, I don't really know a whole lot about and how he plays. And 
Um, I just kind of resorted back to the, the first move that I did, just with a little different, um, a little bit different of a finish on it. And then for the second one, it was just, I wanted to change it up. Um, so you I, really changed it up. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen you do that on any kind of a breakaway situation. Just basically come in and shoot. Was it one little fake and then shoot or just shoot? Uh, just I think it was straight just up shoot, just right? shot. Yeah. I kind of ran in looking at the, the head of my stick and then just kind of looked at the goalie and just shot it as quickly as I could. And then he tried to come and hit you. Yeah, I, <laughs> I feel like he was already kind of upset at how yeah. the game was going. I, I thought he might have been upset that you didn't do what, your regular move. Yeah, I th- yeah. <laughs> he's like, I he's got him, I got him. Yeah, I got him, and then no, no, I don't got him. Yeah, yeah it's in the net. All Again. three were different, though. Yeah. I mean, like, being out here – um, you know, during the week and stuff, we shoot on Rosie, um, shoot on some other goalies and, uh, it's just kind of something that we can work on. So I guess kind of worked on some of those shots preseason and kind of throughout our season and just the ones that were, well, I think, kinda... I think Rosie loves it in practice when you get to get on top of the crease and throw a thousand fakes. I think he loves that in practice. It's, you it's, guys should do that more often. Yeah. Besides I see my, his body language after like the second fake. It's like, you're never going to get this chance in a game. Just put it in the net and move on. Like I'm not dancing around in the crease for you. Like just put it in the net and let's go. Yeah. But then I do. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I do. All right. Well, Mr. Penalty Shot Guy, the other thing that we haven't <laughs> talked about was uh, the game in Calgary and the end of the game. I don't want to talk we about haven't it. Th- I know you don't. But I just feel like I, haven't even re- like I haven't even rewatched it. You haven't even revisited it mentally at I all? I watched it once. Yeah. <sighs> I think we know what happened. We saw it. But what was supposed to happen? Um, honestly, throw it in the corner. Um, kind of, that was kind of, they kind of played it, not weird, but I was looking for kind of like dump it Latrell. I mean, I've had that ball in that situation multiple times in the past and I've never thrown the ball. Um, it was just kind of uncharacteristic play, I guess, by me. It's just, I mean, I watched the replay, like I said, once, maybe twice. And it's just like Kinger just kind of throws a stick and it just perfect. It was just right in there. But yeah, I mean, it's just a learning moment. I mean, I've never done that really. And usually I just kind of try to beat the double and just run. And, um, you know, that one time I was throwing off my back foot, which you tell the kids not to do. And uh, that's the exact reason why you don't do that. (laughs) So, um, yeah, if I get put in that situation again, I won't be throwing a ball until I have kind of some clear airspace. But, yeah, just a learning moment. I'm glad that um, we were able to obviously pull that one out. Keo, just – that was the biggest relief of my life, to be honest. <laughs> like, after that well, one I was going to say, maybe you were just teeing him up, like new guy on the team. You really want to prop him up. You're like, okay, I'm going to turn the ball over here and set up Keo for the OT winner after Dan Craig's wild shot off the glass that Keo's going to be right in the right spot and just – Couple fakes and in the net. Yeah, yeah. Good plan. Yeah. Great, Keo, hero. That that I've never been like so. Yeah, I've never seen I your guess. body language like after the ball turned over and you know they scored. I just your body like I and even when they cut to the shot on the bench, I was like, oh my god, I think Chal wants to dig a hole under the turf right now yeah. and get out of here. Like yeah, and then even just I think walking off the floor 
I think Shay had the video of you guys, and there seemed to be a slight sense of relief. <laughs> oh, slight sense. Yes. Yeah. No, the biggest relief. <laughs> yeah. When I saw that go in, I was just like, took the biggest breath on the bench and was like, oh my God, thank you. Thank yeah. you. That was, yeah. Thanks. Like you say, a learning moment. We yeah. can kind of look back and like remember it in kind of a lighter way now because yeah. it all worked out fine and Keo scored and it's. It's fantastic. It's a yeah. wonderful learning moment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> At the time, didn't feel that no, way. Oh, my yes. God. No. It still doesn't really feel like it. <clears throat> well, it's, yeah. it's good. It's almost, But, you know, you think about it, and I know I'm kind of making light of it, and I apologize for that in, in some respects, but uh, it, it does kind of set it up for it's like one of those, it became a moment of adversity that the team overcame. And I know it's like, you're kind of like, well, great. I'd rather it not be at my expense, yeah. <laughs> but it, it was right. And it is this like uplifting moment of like, Hey, you know what? We're up by three goals with like two forty-five to go things unraveled and we pulled it together and, you know, Keo took advantage of his chance. And I know it's like perfect storm. Like, you know, you probably don't want Dan Craig to miss the net like that. I don't think it was probably a pass. <laughs> the initial shot, it was a bit wild. Right. And then Keo's just in the right place at the right time. And, and you think it also highlights his, you know, just his role with this team of being a, a dirty, gritty inside guy that's going to pay the price and, and be in that spot where, you know, he might get his head taken off doing that and throwing those fakes, but he's got the confidence and whatnot to show the guys that, that he's willing to do that. So, um, there's my positive spin on all that. Yeah, no, another little positive spin, maybe the lowest I've ever been personally in a game. Yeah. You could probably say in that situation, but, um, you know, the one thing that just makes this group so special is, you know, me being just very down on myself you know there was a lot of just like we got you we're good um you know like don't worry about it we're gonna get through this blah 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 stuff like that from a lot of guys on the team and um you know personally that, that's just everything you want to you know your teammates to just kind of have your back and be there for you and in, in a time of absolute need <laughs> essentially um but yeah it's just that's what kind of makes this group so special you know we play for each other and um, you know, I was just a prime example of us just, you know, regrouping, going into overtime, and um, obviously Keo just burying that and, and, you know, getting out of there with the dub. Like we say, it all ended up being positive in the end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we move on to this weekend, uh, second time in a row here, taking on the Georgia Swarm last weekend uh, down south in Georgia. Another close one where things almost uh, changed at the end of the game, a very uh, frantic final moments in that game. Um, this team obviously is much better than their record. You know, I think that's uh, a given that everybody seems to have accepted. But, uh, you know, they're dangerous. They've got some great offensive players. Um, you know, how do you avoid a repeat of a close game, I guess, uh, this weekend when they're back here in, in our barn. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> kind of just going back on our, on our film, um, from last week, I don't think that even just kind of the vibes after the game, I don't think that, um, you know, we were at our best and, um, you know, it kind of goes back to us, um, you know, just kind of sticking with it and finding ways to win when we're not at our best. But, um, you know, we, we owe Georgia our, our 
you know, best effort and, and a good completed game from from us. And, um, you know, that's what we try to do every game. But this one, obviously, playing them last week, we, we want to, you know, bounce back in our, in our own way. Um, obviously, we won, but uh, we don't think we are anywhere near our best. And there's just kind of some mistakes on the defensive end that we want to clean up. And, um, you know, even in our transition game and um, offensively as well, you know, they our offense came out super hot, giving us an early lead and um, not us taking our foot off the pedal. You know, they made some adjustments and um, we needed to make some too. And obviously we kind of had some lulls there uh, without kind of scoring goals or kind of creating offensive momentum. But um, yeah, you know, we just, we want to be better than we were. And I think that goes with every game. We just want to be better than the week previous. It's also alumni night on also Saturday, a little uh, halftime game coming up. And if people haven't seen the rosters, they can check them out uh, on the Rock Social. Alumni. Alumni, yes. Alumni. I know. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> I know. I remember, well, Andrew, a graphic designer, when he first put that together, I was like, oh, oh okay. I see what you did there. Alumni night. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> it, it was good. It was very creative. I mean, hopefully everybody understands yeah. <laughs> that it's not we're anyways. Um Anybody you're excited to I – I know you're not really – you guys aren't really going to get any chance to see necessarily, but, you know, the guys will be down there in the in the locker room area, whatnot, uh, kind of probably before the game as you guys are just arriving, and then uh, they'll be down there at halftime when you guys come off. You're not going to get a chance to watch the game necessarily unless <laughs> Matty says, hey, guys, go yeah. to the bench and watch. But um, any of these names stand out as you're like, oh, I remember that guy. I want to – I'd like to – meet them even right there could even be some of these guys you've never met before right yeah yeah of course um you know in my rookie year I was, I was looking at both rosters and you know i played with a handful of the guys um you know like jeff gilbert yeah uh rob marshall boom um and yeah chappy if there's a few all over there and it's it's just you know they're they're winners it's where we essentially want to be um a lot of them and and uh you know we want to kind of make our make our own way and and obviously put a put a ring on it as yeah. beyonce once said i think um but no uh it's a special night um we obviously have a rich history um of winning and, and a lot of these guys have done it so um just to kind of be around them even just kind of talk to them and um well even with just kind of seeing doily and talking with doily he's he's looking to have a night so um, it's, it's just funny that we had rock stars practice yesterday and, and he was getting his reps in and <laughs> he's using one of my sticks. So he, he's trying to dial it in at practice as well, but, um, yeah, no, it'll be special to just kind of be around them and, and, uh, see some familiar faces and obviously meet some of the guys that I haven't met previous. So do you think Doily is going out to win this thing? Oh yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. He said he, he said he was running up the hill eighth line. He's running the lot, running up the hill. It's like <laughs> cramming like, as much like in shape. He's like ten minutes long. Yeah. He's gonna be, no, like gonna be buzzing shifts, for ten maybe. minutes. <laughs> he's he's oh yeah well, oh hey hey oh, that's a microphone jump. <laughs> yeah no he's he's prepared. Uh, he's yeah I'm just excited to hear his stat line when he's done. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be. It, I think it's going to be great, and I think the fans are going to love it. And I mean, Bob Watson strapping the goalie gear back on for. I'm pretty sure 
the very first time since May 15th, 2011 in that championship game. Like, uh, I think that's one of the coolest things we're going to see is just a whip back in net and in the gear. Um, I think that's pretty exciting. That, that's kind of the thing I'm most looking forward to is seeing him back out there. But most of all, I think just the fans' response to to whip back back in that because you know Colin has been very much around the team and you know he kept playing after the 2011 championship. Whereas Whip, that was you know his swan song that final year. We knew he was that was it. It was his last chance. He came back one more time. Um, you know after the 2010 season, and it wasn't even you know I remember the 2011 season was my first year with the team and. I can remember going into training camp and even my first few days officially working in the office in October of 2010, we were not sure if Bob Watson was coming back for that season. It was still not quite a hundred percent confirmed. So, um, you know, the team had had the heartbreaking loss in 2010, built the big lead, gave up that empty net goal at the end of the, uh, at the end of that one quarter and just kind of the, Victory got snatched away from them in 2010. And, uh, you know, at that point, Whip had said he was done. And he wasn't coming back. So it was, I, I can just remember that, you know, the, the talk around the office and with Jamie and just getting to know him and stuff that, you know, it, we, they didn't know <laughs> that all these pieces in place of, what you know, a team that just went to the finals and was so close to winning. And the, you know, one of the two main pieces one being Colin and and his return um in 2010 but then just you know whip you know there's the other key piece and you look at that 2011 championship game and holy smokes like that goaltending performance at both ends Tyler Richards and Bob like I I don't know if you'll ever see two goaltenders play better in a game that meant as much as it did you know an eight seven game like it was they were both unbelievable. Like so, it, it's a game worth going back to watch again because some of the saves Bob makes in that game are silly, like silly, silly. Like the one, I think he might even rob Rabel on the one where he just comes across and picks it off with his stick, and it's like silly. There's one where I don't know if you've watched all the highlights from this, but there's another one. Rabel shoots from kind of the righty shooter area, kind of I'd say on the floor, and and like puts Bob in the net with his shot. And scores like knocked Bob over, and like Bob's mask comes and went in, and Bob's all mad. He's freaking out. Like I don't, and I still don't even know what Bob was upset about. But like, it just it was like it was it was a amazing amazing game. You know, Kyle Ross taking the major penalty like in the middle of it, just on like a semi greasy hit, but it was like a hit that had to be made, and you know had to kill that off, and and just uh, LeBlanc's game winner. Uh, that would stand up as the eventual game winner, but just the, like the energy in the building when it was eight, seven and Cam Woods running out the clock, <clears throat> excuse me. And everybody just going bananas. Um, it was just awesome. So, um, that <laughs> is the feeling that we want in late May here in rock city. Chow. Is it ever? Yes. So assignment. <laughs> <laughs> has been issued here noted all right so uh let's wrap this thing up by uh, a little bit of what you're watching that was quick i feel like that one well, was, that was quick. quick i don't know yeah, it's, I feel like been... it's kind of quick sorry well, we... our last one went last really, one was really like long. 40 minutes yeah it was a bit long yes um 
And I think I had to chop some of that off because there was a couple spots where we got way off the rails. So I think I had to clean that one up a bit. Fantasy football. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It did. It got a little bit too uh, inside. We were very deep into what was going on in the office, uh, <laughs> fantasy football. And I thought, I don't know about the interest level of everybody uh, on this one. But yep. uh, what are you watching? What have you been watching? Um, you know, every time we come on here, I feel like I forget what you've been watching <laughs> well not forget but i know that this question's coming so i try oh, to think okay. about it and i've thought the entire drive in here and uh hmm just recently finished i know it came out a while ago but i just finished the newest season of stranger things okay i've never watched a single episode it's, it's, see it's it's weird for me because like I, it comes out and like last season i was all into it i was like oh this is a great show and then the new season comes out and i'm like meh i don't know if i'm really gonna watch it right now and then takes a few months and then i just crush it and it just i'm like why didn't i just watch this earlier because it's pretty good i enjoyed it um but full swing started that last night it's the uh like documentary that kind of follows the pga tour Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, that's pretty cool because it's kind of like uh, Drive to Survive, yeah. the Formula One, which comes out February 24th for all those people that <laughs> are waiting to watch Just that. a reminder, yes. Yeah, I'm really excited for that one, so eight days away. But, yeah, honestly, that's kind of it. I've... Just I try. I started to try to watch the uh, the tennis one. I think it's called Breakpoint. Yeah, yeah. A lot of Nick Curios in there in episode one, and I liked it. And then episode two, I I can't remember who the player was, but I was or the players that were featured. I just I lost interest very quickly in that one. I didn't. Uh, but the Curio stuff was really good. Um, the other one I watched recently, the Spotify documentary mm. playlist. Playlist, yeah, it's on my list. Both of those are on my list. It's good. The playlist was really good. It was it just the way they tell it from different people's perspective. Each up ep- each of the later episodes. The only thing I will, I'll, I'll I'll ask you this the next time you're on. But the one thing is, I would like to know if you at the end of watching it feel like it came to a sensible conclusion. The documentary. I'll kind of leave it at that. But All right. that's my one little. We'll see if you, yeah. And then I feel like there was something else I watched and I can't remember. There's a couple of movies. I can't remember either though. It is one of those things where it's like after you watch it, it's just gone. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very good way of putting it. No, I agree. Like if you're binging it or whatever, you're just on to the next thing. Like it's not really like TV episodes in an old school way where you're like, okay, this is on next week. This is on next week. You got to kind of keep the plot line in your head. It's like a week between shows and, oh yeah, I remember that happened. Now I'm anxious to watch it. Like it's, it's just all at once and you watch it and then it's, it's gone. Yeah. It really is. (laughs) It's not like, oh, I like, you know, there's 20 episodes coming up of this show that I'm watching every week on TV and they're going to take a break in December and then they're returning in January and then the season wraps up in May. Like, there's none of that. It's mm. just like, boom, here's eight episodes. Watch them all at once and we'll yeah. see you in a year. Yeah. Which also stinks. I hate the break between shows. Yeah. But then there's also shows that come up and they're like, I haven't watched it. And it says there's four seasons or five seasons. 
And then I'm like, I don't know if I want. <laughs> it's almost too long. Like if a show's got like the primo thing, I think. Here's the tip. This is the pro tip. There's a show, say whatever, and it's got two seasons, and you know season three is coming out soon. That that's the sweet spot. I feel like you find those shows you haven't watched yet. They got two seasons. It's like very watchable and then you know the third season's coming out soon and then it's like boom okay you get something that's current you can talk to people about it little water cooler chat all that kind of stuff that to me is like the sweet spot for finding a show because there's a few like barry did you watch barry uh i've seen episodes rosie used to watch it it was great yeah but where have you got like succession i think the new one's cut it's late march i think did you watch that <laughs> come on <laughs> these are all aren't they crave shows uh yeah i think yeah hbo crave yeah don't have crave what not yet well you i was can't. dropping disney plus to get crave that's so you've never watched letter kenny shorzy seen letter kenny um i've seen shorzy a little, few episodes on the plane yeah the plane you get hbo max ah, on the plane so nice Air canada more flights yeah, <laughs> we need to fly more. You need to fly more, yeah. I really, you know what, sorry. I was no, go ahead. about to cut you off there. Go uh, ahead and do it. What is the, see, now I can't even think about it. <clears throat> um, the soccer one with uh, Apple, it's Apple TV. I, I tell people have Apple TV? All the time. Yeah, I think show. we do. What is I, it? I haven't watched, I think, like anything on Apple it's, TV hardly. It's hilarious, though. I have watched like six episodes on a plane. Um, oh, uh, like the super popular. Why yeah, can't I remember it? Matty yeah. always, Coach Matt Sawyer, he's always like, uh, Ted Lasso. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have not got into that yet. And it I is, know everybody's like, well, how have you not watched it? But Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I haven't even finished the first season. How many seasons is there of that? I, I think there's two, maybe three. See, that could be a sweet spot yeah, show because there there's probably go. another season coming out soon. And that's the one. This is probably a good time to invest in watching that, and then you're going to get a new season. That's one downfall of not living with Rosie anymore because he has all the streaming sites. So <laughs> when we used to live together, I'd wake up a little bit earlier than him and make breakfast, and then I'd just sign into whatever his Apple TV was and <laughs> watch all these shows that I couldn't. It's a good plan. It's a great plan. It's just you know being resourceful. Yeah. I don't have that luxury anymore. Or you could uh, cough up the dough and get your own subscription. I could. Yeah. Or you could just give me your Apple TV one because you don't watch it. Yeah, I feel like I'm sharing that with a family member already. Netflix is cracking down on that. Yeah, I had to set my home location mm -hmm. the other day. Yeah. My girlfriend's, my girlfriend's on a family one or like with her family and they're out east. And it keeps popping up, like, you have to set your home location, and I'm just, like, set up later. <laughs> just like, I can't, I'm not going to set this one up as a home location. Yeah, that would be uh, stealing it, I think, from yeah. the other people. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. And we're in Toronto. And but then... it makes sense. At the end of the day, I know everybody's kind of sour about it, but <clears throat> it kind of does make sense if you're in a separate household. Like, I mean, if you're looking at, like, old school, like, your cable subscription, it wasn't as though you'd you'd be paying for cable at your house and then say like somebody lives across town be like, oh, I'm going to share this with you <laughs> yeah. and uh, everything's going to be fine. Like, you know, it is, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's tough to deal with because you've been, you know, 
getting it for free probably for a long time. Now you got to pay for it. Yeah. Are you going to? You going to pay for Crave. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, Chal. Well, uh, we've e- reached the uh, end of the rainbow here. and uh, How unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Now we just got to figure out this co-hosting gig if we're going to be able to make this happen. I think it's. I think we should do that. I'll yeah. come prepared. Some good questions for our guests. I haven't had a co-host since Doily uh, left the show unceremoniously yeah. <laughs> and just told me I'm I not remember, doing it anymore. Yeah, I remember the days of Doily. <laughs> yeah, I think I think a co-host would be nice. It would. I would love to have a co-host again. Doily was great when he was on the show too. He he, he came up with some really good questions to ask yes. and we bantered about the team quite a bit and sometimes <laughs> didn't always go over the best <laughs> but uh it was great content in the end uh but i'll leave yeah. the lacrosse questions to you i'll come with different you don't want to like nail your teammates with like i'm challenge rogers the broadcaster now and i have got <laughs> some questions about your play well, in the last game no or like bring maddie on and be like Ah, there was a couple times in that game where I thought maybe we should have done this instead of that. No, that's you're that's, not going to do that. No, I'll ask other questions. All right, you know, get in the inside look of Adam Sugar Jay, how he got the nickname. Do we know? Do you know how he got the nickname? Yeah. Well, you gave it to him. Well, can I? Well, I loved oh. it. The first time I heard it, that's why I was like, I'm running with this. Like, it's that perfect. is such a good name. The Celebrity Big Brother. <clears throat> yeah. Or do we just save it? Well, I think let's get it. I think this is good. You've, I don't want it. Like, let's get this out here. All right. Well, I'm um, more curious than anything, so I can't wait. Well, we were watching Celebrity Big Brother, and yep. at, uh, at the time, it was um, Sugar Ray. Yep. <laughs> and then it was just, you know, Change the R and said, change the R for a J, Sugar J. And then it just kind of slowly over time, just Chug. I was, uh, I would always call him Chug because it just sounds cooler. Shug. Yeah. Yeah. That, I yeah. think the best thing is that he loves it. <laughs> <laughs> because my favorite part is when we do the um, holiday greetings every year or anytime he has to introduce himself, he is like the only guy, be like, hi. It's Adam Sugar J here, <laughs> wishing you the best for this holiday season. Nobody else drops their nickname or like, you know, it's not like Rosie goes, hi, it's Rosie, Nick Rose here. Like, But he full out like, hey, hey, Rock City, what's up? Summer 47, Adam Sugar J here. <laughs> and I love it. Yeah. And I guess his fans love it too. Uh, he's choked everyone on the yeah. team. I, don't, I honestly don't remember the last time I called him Adam. Yeah, I don't know. I feel I feel like it's weird even when you say that out loud that that's his name. Yeah. Sometimes. I mean, I guess I say it when I'm announcing Adam Sugar J. Yeah. But around here, it's always, hey, what's up, Sugar? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's in Celebrity Big Brother. It's good. And I did tease the full rebrand of one of our players that uh, will be rolling out, I think, pretty soon. Rebrand? Yeah, just a new nickname, a new goal song, a new... Yeah, somebody's going to well he's gonna have a goal song for the first time he hasn't had one yet oh latrell no but i did he is on the radar latrell and i talked about this yesterday actually and he was giving me some advice as to what possibly his goal song could be if we were to add that to the rotation hmm. you could be i like the all the small things for Corey. 
that's good. Man. That's great. It's I weird that, that I like this song. It's weird that in that song, I believe that is the only time they say all the small things. I believe is right at the very start of that song. Yeah, I don't. I think you're I, right. Yeah, I think I went through it and I'm like, oh, when does it say it again? Because <laughs> I was gonna edit it a little bit so it came up again. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no, they only say all the small things right at the very start of the song. And then that's it. You know what I did like? What? The kids night. When uh, your guest announcer friend was like, Corey Small. And then as the name's being announced, he just scores again. Oh, yeah. It was like right on cue. That was uh, Alan's uh, daughter. Oh, no Merchandise manager Alan Sang. That was his uh, daughter, Harper. She did great. Yeah, she did awesome. She was uh, really good, really good. Everybody <laughs> here, fun. just the way she did Tom Schreiber's name too, is very like. I mean, it was so different. Like her voice, high pitched and like screaming versus like you know, it was a good contrast and it was, it was a lot of fun. She did awesome. She was so excited. She had practiced during the week, gave her some pronunciations and stuff like that to uh, get her uh, dialed in. But she was so excited. But of course. The biggest thing she wanted to do was Rosie. Like that was like, she was dying to do it. Right. And I could tell, she was like, Oh, I'm going to get to say, yep. Yeah. You're going to get to say Rosie. And, and for about six or seven minutes in that second quarter, when she was up there, we were scoring or Rosie didn't make any save. That was kind of like, you know, it, you know, I obviously don't do it every single time Rosie makes a save. Right. Because sometimes he'll make a save. There's a loose ball around the net. I don't want to say Rosie. And then, Boom, it's in the net because sometimes you get nailed with that where it's like, you know, the play's a little bit unpredictable, obviously. And like you say it and then boom, they score right away. And you're like, ah, God, you know, I missed that one. Right. But um, then she finally got to do it. And it was like the smile on her face. Like it was the best. Yeah, it was really good. I love that. (laughs) It's a good little story. That's why we do kids tonight. It's great. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh We've really extended the end of this interview yet again. (laughs) That's a good co-host. That is a good co-host. Yeah. Yeah, We went on like another three or four minutes past the uh, part where I was about to thank you for joining me today. Well, you can just cut it. Okay. All right. (laughs) All right. That was Toronto Rock Captain Challen Rogers. And co-host. And future co-host of the podcast. They take on the Georgia Swarm on Saturday night at First Ontario Centre. Chow, we'll do this again soon. Thanks for stopping by. Will we ever. Will we ever. All right. Thank you. Short break here on Toronto Rock Total Access. Then we'll be back. I'll do that again. Yeah, sure. Short break on Toronto. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to take a short short break break. here on Toronto Rock Total Total Access. (laughs) And be back in a moment. Back to wrap things up here on Toronto Rock Total Access. Have to thank the captain, Challen Rogers, for stopping by as a guest. And he put in a pretty good audition to be a co-host here on the program. So we're going to have to negotiate a few things going forward. But perhaps we might be able to make that work out and uh, finally have a co-host back on the program as we have not had that in quite some time since, as we mentioned, Colin Doyle, uh, he left the program a couple of years ago and uh, he's left me flying solo for a while. But uh, it'll be fun possibly to have a uh, co-host back uh, riding alongside me here on the program. So you want to stay tuned for that. 
So not only do we have a big game coming up this Saturday, but then we've got a bye week, and then we're back in Rock City on Saturday, March the 4th for Country Night. Country music superstar Tim Hicks will be playing the halftime show presented by Boots and Hearts and KX94.7. And, of course, Country Night itself is presented by Cool Bet. So we have got a ton of stuff going on for this game. And then the following week, Saturday, March the 11th, when we take on the Albany Firewolves, it will be Indigenous Heritage Night. We will be unveiling those jerseys, the new Indigenous Heritage Night jerseys, very soon. Like, I'm talking really soon. Like, maybe even by the time you listen to this podcast, depending on when you're listening to it. But you want to keep an eye out on our social media and torontorock.com for the latest in terms of the new design of those jerseys, which is really kind of just a twist on last year's jersey. But it's uh, it's going to be another great night celebrating the Indigenous roots and heritage of the game of lacrosse. So looking forward to that. So a, a number of great games coming up here in Rock City over the next three weeks. We're going to be home three times over a four-week stretch. So plenty of National Lacrosse League action to uh, feed your hunger when it comes to pro lacrosse, that is. So that will about wrap things up, I believe, on this uh, edition of the podcast. Thank you very much uh, for joining us. Also, we do want to say we do invite questions from our listening audience. You can email totalaccess at torontorock.com if you do have a question that you'd like to fire in. we do actually have a couple of questions in the hopper that we haven't trotted out here. So maybe we'll do that next week. Some of our loyal listeners have been sending in questions and we haven't gotten to them, but um, maybe we'll try and do that next week, especially if Challen Rogers is back as the co-host in an official capacity next week. We could possibly have Challen uh, answer some of those questions and he too, I'm sure, could uh Ask for questions out there from the uh, from the listening audience. So lots of great stuff coming up. It is alumni night on Saturday night, and uh, some of the legends of the past will be in attendance. And a lot of the players that are participating on Saturday night, the main theme was to get as many players from the 2011 NLL championship team in the building on Saturday night. And that will be the case, as you can see from the rosters that we posted on social, as we noted who was all part of that 2011 Toronto Rock Championship team. It was the first championship under Jamie Dowick's ownership. It was his second year of ownership. And it was the last time that the Rock won the championship. So we thought it was uh, a good idea to kind of bring as many of those guys together again to reminisce about what uh, was a fantastic season back in 2011 that culminated with that championship game that I was talking to Jalen about uh, earlier on on the podcast back in May of 2011. An epic game, and we're looking forward to uh, maybe some future epicness in Rock City. There's some other parallels that I want to draw from this season to the past, but we'll save that for another edition of the podcast. In the meantime... And in between time, I am Mike Hancock saying we will chat next week.